and welcome to today's podcast. It's four o'clock on a dreary, rainy Friday, and it's going to be like this all weekend. So, dreary is an understatement. (laughs) I'll take it. Uh, Ladies, I don't know if you have plans this weekend, but if they were going to be outside, I'd check ahead before you go. Like the, uh, I've never been to the botanical gardens. I'd like to go for one of these jazz things. Most of it's out. Most of the botanical gardens is outside, right? Yes. All right, because the uh, arts festival is this weekend, and they've got timed tickets. Uh, that could be a little wonky. Like, what happens tomorrow? Like, if your ticket is from like one to four, and it's pouring, then so it will be an interesting weekend. Good point. I will be they driving to Michigan tickets? tomorrow. That's weird. Hold on, I heard, I heard half of what Alex said and half of what you said. So, Alex, wh- what did you say? I say good point. I'll be driving to Michigan tomorrow, so pray for me with the Michigan drivers and rainy oh, weather. Just, <laughs> just another thing that can jeopardize your health. Pray um, for me. Bethany, what did you say? No, I said I didn't know they had timed tickets. I was just going to dodge the rain and go, but... Not anymore! Guess not! What's uh, What's that festival like? I've never been. I Again, I've never been to the Botanical Gardens. It, it's fun. They have a of vendors um and uh yeah i mean i i think it's cool it's just like you know you walk around i don't know if you've ever been to art on the mall that ut does it's kind of similar where there's like just a ton of vendors and you walk around and they usually have food trucks and you just buy art and stuff you're a food truck whore if you didn't know (laughs) i like she's a whore I didn't get this body from eating, not eating food trucks. You got that body from making a kid. <laughs> um, I don't have much to, to get to today, um, but Bethany, how was Undisclosed? I apologize I didn't come. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was really, really good. I'm so glad it's over. Um, but no, it, it went well, and we... almost sold out and the the, artist got to be there again this year because last year we did the covid version and the artist couldn't be there because we were trying to limit the attendance but artists got to be there and i think it was just it was a win just because it was in person you know what i mean like everybody's really itching to like get out and do things um i didn't have a complete anxiety attack which was fabulous because that i was um betting on but i didn't and it went well what would have caused the anxiety uh just that many people in the space really at the same time yeah and only because of covid it, oh it's it been a thing otherwise but just because this was like the first actual like lots of people event but it was fine i was good i was Who- very like focused on everything else. So. Who uh, who was the artist who had their artwork selected number one overall? Number one was Tom Clark and uh, I don't know if you know who that is. He's is. He's been around Toledo. He's a very established well-known artist. Um, so Tom Clark was first and then Brad Scherzer was second. Um, I don't know. Who he, uh, you probably know who that is. Uh, I, do, I don't. He, I don't. Who went? Who went last? Or I guess if it wasn't sold out, who's went unpicked? No, you don't have to say. <laughs> um, I don't know that anyone was actually unpicked because we have panels that we need to disperse to have people that bought a ticket but couldn't make it. But um, still, those those artists were unpicked. They had unpicked work. That's very unfortunate. I mean, I guess. But here's the thing, and like some people, like you could be an artist. That submits and Hold you're the on. first one picked. Hold on. And then the Alex. Oh. Sorry. All right, I'm done. Sorry. Thank you. So you could be you could submit work, you could be picked number one. And then the next year you could submit a piece and nobody picks it. Like it's so subjective. And I I most of the artists are really good about it because they understand. Like the I had a one of the artists email me, she couldn't make it. But she was like, hey, let me know where my piece fell. Um, because that's kind of like how she judges on the type of work that 
people gravitate more towards. So like depending on, you know, whether it gets picked soon or later, if it's like different subject matter, she kind of just like plays the game of like judging how well the piece does. Know your audience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that is a good way to look at it. Like not everybody likes everything. Some pieces might do good, but then again, the same subject matter that gets picked first, if that next, if that person comes the next year, likes your piece, they might be 99. Right. Like you just, you never know. And that's the fun of it is because it's so subjective and you can't, you know, it's just, it's like, you just, you just don't know. It's just, a, it's just a fun yeah, raffle gambling experience. Yeah. I like the, the dynamic and the, uh, What's, what am I, sorry, I my brain and mouth are not connected today. Uh, <laughs> just how just how it unfolds. And, yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's fun. Where do you think um, Maddie will fall when you submit her for our cutest kid contest? I don't know. I did. I did submit. Um, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where like you think your kid's the cutest kid in the whole world, and then other people are like. Maybe not. Your, you know what I mean? Your kid's pretty cute, though. Like, she is pretty cute. I mean, I think she's cute, but we'll see. Yeah. Not yeah. That, I did submit her, though, so. Not that I want anybody to take advantage of this. Alex, maybe you can, even though you just muted yourself. So, there is a loophole in the contest. It's open to kids, you know, alive, uh, to, to five, but I asked our promotions guy, I was like, what happens if somebody submits a photo of when their kid was five and now they're like 28 or seven <laughs> and his jaw hit the floor because there isn't anything in the rules for that. And he's like, you know, we could get so far down the line with them and then we go to open up the bank account or the savings account at Genoa Bank and we find out that they were born in like 98 and what Ooh. do we do? So, Alex, if you, Alex, if you do want to submit a Colin and Andrew picture from when they were five, <laughs> just to see where they get in votes, and then I'll be yeah. like, she can't win. Um, but, yeah, well, Bethany, I'm glad you have a very reasonable, objective perspective about it, because there are some who will not. Technically, yeah, I like, could. I'm, I'm not trying to say my kid is hands down going to win because she's a model. Like, no. <laughs> Your kid's very cute, though, so I don't know. I, I Like, I feel like she could have reasonable, especially if it's one of those pictures where, like, her tongue is sticking out because she apparently really likes to do that. Um, that is her I, favorite pose. I think that she would get pretty far. Luckily, Andrew doesn't turn six for another, like, two weeks, so technically oh, I could see? enter him. And Colin is only three. I do have one really good picture of Colin where he's potty training, so he's sitting on the shitter, and it's really funny. <laughs> But I don't know if that's appropriate. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you, you Give know. it a go. And I, and I actually think, uh, you said, who turns six soon? Andrew Colin? will be and six. I think you're clear. As long as there's still five, like, when you send it. Although, I don't know. Like, I didn't read the rules. That I just I just know what I need to say on the air. So, if somebody called the radio station or texted, like, my son turns six in two weeks. Is he eligible? I, I, have, I have no idea. So... Submit and let's see what I just want to see where where my friends where their kids wind up getting ranked because somebody's got to finish at the back end of all the people that I know and ultimately somebody's got to finish dead last some like somebody's kid is going to be the poor kid (laughs) somebody's kid is going to be the least cutest of the of the of the dozens of kids that are submitted I'm surprised I didn't have, this is the brainchild of our new promotions coordinator, Dave, uh, the old boomer from KISS FM. This is his brainchild. And I was kind of surprised that we're doing this in a very savage way. Like, it's <laughs> it's most votes, one vote a day per email address. So it's just like a, it's an it internet, con- it, it's an internet contest, kind of like the uh, City Paper Award. So like, whoever can rally the most people to get uh, to the website and vote. So it's not necessarily uh, merit-based. It's activity-based. But someone's going to have to finish last. And maybe that's either because they couldn't rally enough people. That means they don't have a lot of friends or people don't like them. Or it could actually mean that their kid's just not that cute. We're going to face some harsh realities at the end of this contest rather than a random winner. 
This is just um, beginning of the school year when everybody puts up pictures of their kids before school, and uh -huh. some of us with some of us without kids that are a little rougher around the edges are like, "Ooh, <laughs> uh, right. oh my god!" <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never. I would never talk about somebody's oh, child that way. I, <laughs> I constantly give Amanda grief because. And I, I think you guys know, I'm never going to say his name on this podcast just to be completely protective and safe. Good idea. Uh, he was, let's just say, if he was my kid at two years old, I would have distracted Amanda from submitting his picture from when he was two. <laughs> now, he is, he is absolutely adorable, and I love the little kid, but he has come a long way in the looks department in two years. In fact, I have to send you a picture of, of him, and I'll from when he was a baby it's it looks like a fake picture but yes he's much cuter now like i and there are, there are kids like that there are babies like that where everybody's like I, I don't think you guys watched it but there was a seinfeld episode where the seinfeld crew had to go see an, a newborn and they all like couldn't zip their mouths about how ugly the baby was um but they're ugly they're ugly babies and they're ugly kids some of them grow out of it some of it don't some of them don't you're right. Some of us don't. <laughs> um, Alex, why don't you lead us with the Britney stuff? Oh, geez. Okay. Um, so obviously Britney, so we know like the, the free Britney stuff has been happening over the last six months. And um, I, I don't know how it started. I don't remember. I think it may have started from those videos that she was sharing on Instagram and everyone got pretty worried. So then folks started looking into her circumstances and realized they thought she was essentially imprisoned. So um, attention started coming to it. And then all of a sudden she wanted to then fight her conservatorship. We have been like waiting for this, although I forgot that this day was coming until it actually happened. She gave her statement. So we finally heard from her. We haven't really heard from her about her situation specifically in a long time. And so now all of it, her perspective, her side of the story is coming out and it sounds pretty awful like it doesn't sound great um but it's been an interesting reaction lots of support for free britney although like i wouldn't say that people aren't interested in britney having some freedoms um and feeling more comfortable and safe in her life but lots of people from my perspective giving thoughts and opinions while not logically thinking that you know i probably don't know a whole lot of factual information from this would you say don't you think that's been my thinking. Uh, you have, like we always talk about with the people that we talk about here or mm -hmm. the people we look up to, the people we idolize, like I always remind you, you know, you know, 0.02% of these people's lives. Um, she right. could, she could be a terrible parent. Now, I don't think that's the case. And I'm kind of surprised that Kevin Federline hasn't said anything at all. And I know everybody thinks he's kind of like a sleaze bag, but it seems yeah. like he's cleaned himself up since he got away from the spotlight. But again, we have no idea. Although somebody did say something that made me come around to free Britney just a little bit. But Bethany, what are your thoughts on all this? I, I need to like, because didn't they broadcast it or like there's a way that you can watch. I will send it to you. So I found it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Because I have been a little busy. Um, <laughs> but now that I, uh, my first priority of business today is cleaning my house. And then the second priority of business is catching up on pop culture. Um, but I would like to watch it because I don't, I don't know what she said or what happened, but I know that the internet is a buzz about it. Um, and as far as I, as far as I can understand, her dad is like the one that's had his thumb on her, right? This whole time. Yes. Yes. Jamie okay. Spears. And the which, lawyer. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it makes me sad because, you know, you, you like to think that it was just a dad that was trying to be protective and do the right thing. But when you're a grown ass woman, and I mean grown ass woman. Like, you, at some point, like, it gets a little weird. Mm -hmm. And I just, I know from, like, seeing her Instagram and seeing her post, it's like, I always get that feeling like Britney Spears is in a time capsule, and she still thinks that it's 1999. And I get, like, this weird, like, 
vibe of someone that's been in captivity. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of just like how I felt about her over the last however many years, like since, you know, since she had hits on the radio and then she kind of disappeared. But mm-hmm. um, so it, it'll be interesting for me to like watch and kind of get the gist and the details of what's going on, because that's just kind of how I've been like, what? Like, does she not see the outside? Like, I just get this, you know what I mean? But, like, no, I, get I think this she vibe d- of, like, someone that hasn't aged. Um, and I don't know if that's because she has been so protected or if that's just, like, this character that she has been presenting that has worked for her. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get, like, this weird vibe from her. Like, she's stuck. You're describing, like, um, my, you, you're giving the long version of how I feel about it. You're speculating. Yeah. And I'm not giving you shit for that. Like, we have no idea. We just don't know. Right. That's that's just how I've, how I've per- perceived her in my sure. own personal view. That's how I've perceived her from, like, the post and the Instagram and all so that it's a stuff. pretty, like, it's an, it's an interesting situation because it's like um, conservatorship, guardianship, Um, those are not like, if you're an adult and you get to the point where you need to have like a conservator or a a guardian, it's awkward and it's not fun. You know, people think of it in like, my father had a guardian, but my father also had like severe end stage dementia. We were guardians for Thomas's mom. She was, she had her brain, like she, as in like she was sane, um, and still had autonomy as an adult, but she was at risk for making not so great decisions about, leaving the nursing home that she was in. And we knew that that was very unsafe for her to do. We were concerned that was going to happen. So we got guardianship and the court appointed us guardians. So, um, but we still made decisions, whatever decision she wanted to be made, we made it. So it wasn't like, you know, a medication was, she got a medication. She said she didn't like it. And we said, well, you know what? We're just going to keep you on that anyway. That's where this situation is messed up. Like there are absolutely some things that are going wrong and there needs to be some sort of separate kind of um, group, even that maybe even done in a different state where they can look at it from a neutral party and make a decision on what's best for her. Well, that's the judge. Well, even even now, if she's claiming that she doesn't feel like she's being treated fairly and that she has argued her point to the courts and if the judge two years ago, if she said two years ago that she was on lithium and she didn't want to be on lithium and the judge did not like question why her guardian hasn't been looking for alternatives to that medical treatment, then there's then something is going wrong. So like she does while she doesn't have certain rights and she has guardianship and conservatorship, there should still be some humanity in it. And there isn't the humanity. Does she need a guardian and a conservator? Probably. But should it be somebody that's not her father? Probably. And definitely. But was it her father because of how much money she made? Maybe. You know, I guess what I don't understand. It's like, it's very hard to keep a conservatorship. I think like, I think they like, are supposed to check up on it every year and like right I, and they have just, they have yeah i just wonder like if there's more people involved that have kept this going on because unless there's things we don't know about i don't know why it has stood this long and there are a lot of things and you would hope that someone who sits on a bench and wears a black robe mm-hmm. is of the highest integrity and is above and beyond reproach now there are bad judges Mm -hmm. and i don't want to think that anything too shifty is going on where someone's on the take and that's why the dad gets to keep the there's just too much we don't know that i mean the internet has just taken off with free britney and that's that's what the internet does because people are emotionally tied to someone from the music of 20 years ago and so many people grew up with Britney and they all blindly and emotionally support her. And I completely understand that. But the objective thing is we just don't know. Although one name did come out today and I'm like, if there's anybody, anybody should listen to it's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> really? He, well, so he, sarcasm? No, or? No, no, right. no, no. He came out with support as did many did. other as, as did many other stars, but there was Lady Gaga and I think Halsey, but fuck them. 
<laughs> Just, Justin and Brittany were like first loves. If anybody has any kind of a past and a history and has an insight into Brittany that nobody else has with her, it's him. I, how, how, hold on. However, they might send like one Christmas text a year for the last 10 years and that's it. But if there's anybody who's inside I would trust about supporting Brittany and like, hey, she needs to be heard, it's him. Everything else is noise and unnecessary. And I hope the judge feels that way. So I also, I actually think of it from a different perspective. And I think that the Justin situation and the drama around the Justin situation, because like when she kind of got with Kevin and started having babies, she was still likely experiencing drama and public opinions about Justin Timberlake. I think oh, his, sure. al- his album, like Cry Me a River was coming out. And we know that was about her. And in, no. What we do what we do know about mental illness is sometimes the onset of a serious and persisting mental illness happens in your 20s and your mid to late 20s. And so her environmental factors and what she was experiencing could have happened around that time and some of it had to do with Justin. Well, so it happened after him, not not with him. They they have made amends, I believe, cuz they've mm. both grown into like <laughs> adults and they've moved on there's no lingering love or animosity that i'm aware of mm-hmm. and i think this has been public stuff so crimey river was on the first justin album that was 0203 yeah. her umbrella swinging bald breakdown was like 0506 which was shortly like 07 which was shortly after she got married to her best friend for one night in vegas yes okay so which, no babies yet right which yeah is, i mean the the girl was having some issues so, yeah, yeah I, I, and that's when she became a mom, and, that, and then after it was Kevin Federline stuff. But in like the t- 2010s, I don't know where she went, but I think he and her, they would have kind words about one another in the press. And they're like, look, we're both adults now. This is when we were like kids growing up in the music business. We're both adults now, and we're friendly and cordial with one another. Um, so if there was anybody with insight, I I would say it's him. Um but everybody else is, is, is just noise. But again, there's just so much that we don't know. And um, there's a girl on my Facebook who always has a, a thoughtful contrarian comment. And I, I say that without tongue-in-cheek or sarcasm. And um, maybe more people should have guardians. Maybe more people should have guardians and conservators considering the lousy decisions that they make in their lives. And they train wreck their lives. But nobody cares about, you know... Kelly in Oregon because you're a nobody. I mean, you're not a nobody, but you're a nobody compared to Britney Spears. So everybody's got an opinion on this. And if somebody thinks that a woman who is responsible for hundreds of millions of dollars is train wrecking her life and jeopardizing her two kids, um, everybody's going to have an opinion about it. So where's the, I mean, is where's the same energy for Amanda Bynes? Like, where's that? Right. She's not a mom. It, I don't think it matters. I, oh, like, I, I think it does. You know, I, don't, I don't think it matters. She's still an adult with rights. And if that's, I haven't really seen anybody talk about like her kids more than they just talk about her being a grown ass woman and having the right to do as she pleases and live her life. But like, I don't see any of this energy for Amanda Bynes, you know? Well, there's more of an emotional, how many hits, how many hit songs does Amanda Bynes have? But, I, but that's what I'm saying, that it proves my point and that like, you can't just want somebody to have rights to their life because they mean something to you. Like if they mean something to you, then you would want what's best for them. And you may actually, and that, that was the other thing. So I did listen to the full 22 minutes of her statement. And part of her statement was, and I don't, I want this conservatorship to end in other words, and I don't want to be evaluated. I don't have to be evaluated for this to end. And it's like, why? In in whose world? Anybody right. average, like Joe from, like you said, Oregon, if he had a guardianship or a conservatorship and he wanted it to end, he would have to be evaluated too. Like what makes you different? So she's like, I don't want to be evaluated. And for me, that's a mental note of she knows that if an, even if a neutral party comes in and makes a decision, that conservatorship may stay in place. You know, who has it may be different, but you know, the circumstances unfortunately may remain because if you really do have a serious and persisting mental illness and you are at risk for your to yourself, then you can't make all of your decisions on your own. Your point right. about it, Amanda Bynes is, is, is a good one. And thank you for highlighting my point that 
Too many people have emotional reactions yeah. to blindly Agreed. support her. Because you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Why should we care about Britney more than Amanda Bynes? So thank you for making that point. Because yeah. in, a, in a way, I mean, honestly, you really shouldn't care about any of them. <laughs> Mind your own business. Like, there's plenty in your own life to fix before worrying yeah. about someone who made songs that you liked 15 years ago or someone who you watched on TV. I feel for her. And, you know, just some of the response that we've seen on social media, the comments of like, well, she was on lithium. She does, you know, that does, that is awful. Like lithium is a, is a strong medication, but that doesn't mean that it's not necessary for her health. But should her conservator or her guardian or whomever it was in her life supposed to be looking out for her, should they have worked with the medical team to find a medication that worked better for her? Yes, because she should be able to advocate for your loved one. And that is not happening, unfortunately. So that is wrong. But the fact that they were making her take these medications for her health, that is not wrong. Even the contracts that they were forcing her to to work, this circumstance is way different than your average because somebody else here in Ohio with guardianship, you know, who has guardianship, you know, they may have social security. So you're not really, you don't really think of it from that perspective. But this woman had a career. And so, you know, she had contracts and obligations that she had to meet. And if her mental health was putting her at risk for meeting those obligations, her guardian has to step in and make sure the right thing is done. Far be it for me to be so literal, but maybe the hashtag should have been free Britney from her dad. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Exactly. That for me would be a lot more meaningful than just free her altogether. Let her go, go on, you know, rides with her boyfriend, you know, all of these things like exactly. And so it's. Yeah, there's a difference between, you know, someone that is taking guardianship to um, be the advocate. And then there's Mm -hmm. another way where you want to become the guardian because you have something to gain from it. And that's that's where the protection of the, the patient or the individual needs to be in the agreement where that guardian cannot take advantage or have financial gain on being Mm -hmm. a guardian. He makes like like 100K a year. Yeah, like you, the the person that is taking care of you, that is your guardian, is taking over the conservatorship, whatever, like. And uh that's it. Bethany. (laughs) Uh-oh. Off of that situation. We just lost you for a second. What, what did oh. you say? Just in a nutshell, like you have to make sure that that person in charge is not gaining off of that relationship. Right. So because then you, interest- then you get into really dangerous territory where people can do um, things that are not in the best interest of that person because they have something to lose then. Um, all right, everybody hold on. We'll switch gears in a second. I got to knock out a traffic report, okay? Do you guys have other stuff you want to talk about? I see the, I think the Chauvin verdict just happened, Alex. It did. I watched it. I was out there watching it until I hopped on. What'd they, uh, what'd they give him? 22 and a half years. So he's out in 10? Uh, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if they said without probation, but I know that the projected time was 15 to 30. So they did not give him minimum sentence, but they didn't give him maximum either. Um, so the, literally, they were right down the middle. Exactly. I'll be honest. That's something that I never thought was going to happen. I was like, I when I was sitting out there watching it, and I, I was with a coworker, and we, you know, it was happening, and we were all standing there silent, and I found myself starting to get a little upset because the judge went out of his way to to make a point that he wasn't going to give a clever. Um, or thoughtful statement about this. He wrote a 22-page, you know, article explaining his reasonings for sentencing, but he made a point to remind us that this is not a sentence regard for emotions. This is not a sentence for, you know, he went on and on and on that, in my opinion, was setting us up to lose. I was like, oh, shit, like, this is not going to be yeah. good because he's <laughs> like, I'm so used to like things like this not happening that I was just exactly. like, oh, God, here we go. And like my coworkers, like, Shh, no, that's not what's happening. And luck, it didn't. Luckily, I think I'm satisfied with 22 and a half years. Although I don't know if it's with or without probation. Bethany, you didn't think he was going to be found guilty. I I didn't think it was even going to be taken to trial or anything. Wow. I thought mm. we were just going to continue on. Because- you know that, Alex? What what how, was it? Eight minutes, forty six seconds. What's the number? It was actually around nine, but he died around four. It was. 
nine minutes of history that most Americans watched, I, I think that pretty much sealed his his fate with that. I mean, this is different from the guy in the back of the Baltimore van, even the guy on the street in New York. Like, this was nine minutes right. um, where we just got to digest it. And it would have, you would have had a revolt and a revolution if he was found not guilty. So, Well, and, and honestly, like, you know, in the back of my mind, there's always that thought of, like, what if that happens? And, yeah, like, I, I would absolutely see that coming down the pipeline because it is so, so asinine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, all right, well, this is going to, this is going to go one of two ways because, Mm-hmm. It's it's such a big deal. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad that that it ended this way. But mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't know what it's gonna take for it to turn the corner, because mm. I feel like it's 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 another step. It's a good step, but it's a small step, and it you know I'm just I'm just I'm waiting for that one that one incident that's going to you know, knock the dominoes where it, we start, we start moving in the right direction quicker or something. One of the, so two of the headlines other than the 22 and a half years that I actually watched in real time was, um, his mom. So Derek's mom gave up and came up and made an impact statement. And in her statement, it was actually kind of appalling like it's one thing to show and express a mother's love, but this was like denial and delusion. She yep. went on to talk about how wonderful her son was, how good of a person he is, you know, how good of a cop he was. She did not acknowledge the Floyd family at all. She did not acknowledge that a child is without a father, that somebody has died at the hands of her son. She didn't acknowledge any anything, any of his wrongdoings in that situation. She just went on to talk about how she is also being sentenced and, you know, how wrong she thought it was and how wonderful she thought her son was in a way that was actually pretty, that was pretty disgusting. Like just, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Like, I know, you know, that she's a mom and a mother's love, but like, this is just delusion in my opinion. And it was unfortunate to see. And then Derek Chauvin actually got up and I think this was the first time we had heard from him also when his mom was speaking, it was the first time you ever saw any kind of emotion on his face. Like he didn't cry, but he certainly wasn't stoic like he's been the entire time. So when Derek got up and he was he had an opportunity to make a statement to the Floyd family, he didn't. And he said um, he did speak and he said, there's more to come. There's more information that you'll find out. And I will make my full statement at that time don't know what the fuck he's talking about because clearly we all watched the video. So I don't know what else you're going to do other than try to pull out more info that George is a crackhead and a bad dad. Like, I don't really know what other information you can bring out to justify your actions. You just need to, you know, so I hope that that's not what it, I have no idea, but those are the two other pieces of today that just were really uncomfortable to see and a little bit disappointing, but the end result was 22 and a half years, which I'm perfectly satisfied with. Just the lack of empathy. Like, that's what yeah. I cannot... I can't fathom anyone who would have, like, convinced themselves that he was in the right. hmm Like, I, I just... I don't care... I don't care if he was a crackhead. Like, I don't care <laughs> what his situation is. Like, you are not, like, the, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know. I'm, Judge, jury, I'm just, executioner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you're you're not the hero because you took down this guy that was just trying to go about his business and live his life. Like I exactly right. You can't you can't shoot somebody and then and then go. Well, let me find out all the reasons why he, I should have shot him. Like no, that's not your job. Like mm-hmm. you're a police officer. Your job is to protect and serve your community, not go out and try to like. I I don't know. It's just oh, it's so 
So he's just it's just not going out and exerting power. And unfortunately, right. there's a lot of people, you know, in our country that used to and sometimes and may still, you know, go into law enforcement because it's the power that they want to have over someone or a group of people, not necessarily um, the being in the position to want to help someone or make them safer. Or it is you're just trying to make them safer from a certain type of person, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um it, so there is, I mean, and that that was traditionally, sometimes there was a lot of people that traditionally had those thoughts about law enforcement and why they wanted to go into law enforcement. And it's mm-hmm. really unfortunate. And I'm sure we can all point to one person that we may have known in our life that was that, you know, that acted that way while on the job. I personally have been treated really shitty by law enforcement for no mm-hmm. reason, <laughs> like no reason, you know, so it's just, it, it's un, it's unfortunate, but I think that his mom, seeing his, what his mom said was really disappointing. And it almost made me think like she has probably been sitting in her little recliner in front of the TV with her TV dinner, stewing over all the people that have, she feels have villainized her son and will go mm-hmm. forward. You know, if she goes forward in some kind of public image, you know, it's not going to be helpful because yeah. it's not, it's just not. He He's going to divide us. He had nine minutes and or several minutes and several other officers there to uh, to correct what is now his conclusion, but it didn't happen. So, yeah. Um, can I lighten us up? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah, absolutely. It's Friday. Um. So Amanda slept over last night, mm-hmm. and um. I usually we do coffee together Friday mornings, but I had a get together with somebody today, and it didn't quite coalesce which sucked but um i i was at fault i I wasn't going to do coffee today and i I said i'll be more wary of you know what i schedule on friday morning so we can hang out in the morning because that's that's basically her only day off Mm -hmm. um so i canceled that and had her come over last night and i was kind of getting sleepy and tired by the time she got over anyway so we go to go to bed i told her she could stay down and watch tv or you know Mm -hmm. get her meme lording done for the night i'm like you don't have to come up to bed with me Um, but she comes up to bed and we're getting ready for bed and she introduced something to the bedroom and I will each give you three guesses as to what it is. Oh, her own pillow. She actually needs to bring her own pillow because (laughs) she, she likes pillows that I had when I was seven. Like. (laughs) The kind flat that, ones? yes, completely oh, flat. Like, why no. do you even have a pillow? No. Um, and that's that's one now of the- for some of us that is better for our sleeping arrangements because of our anatomy. Like, I oh. have a lot of neck and back issues if I have a very fluffy pillow. So my pillow needs to be a little flatter just because of the alignment of my neck. But continue. Yeah, it's, if I ever do sleep over her house, I'm glad you you put it that way. I need to bring my own pillow because hers are like that. Her, her her pillows are like that. Her bed is not comfortable. But anyway, so okay, that is incorrect. She did not bring her. She did bring a blanket though. She did bring a blanket, um, but that was more for downstairs on the couch. Alex, would you like to take a guess what Amanda introduced to the bedroom? Okay, so it's not a pillow or a blanket. Correct. <sighs> A candle warmer. A wax warmer. No. No, it was not that. Um, and it, you can, like, all all avenues are open here. If you want to, like, say... Well, I didn't think it was going to be the obvious. Obviously, we all light. probably had a first... We all had the immediate thought of a sex toy. Butt lube. Will <laughs> <laughs> tell me that's not true. No. Actu- actually, <laughs> Bethany got it right. Hey, a pillow. No, a nightlight. Night oh, ooh, no. Mm-mm. So, my van, where my vanity is in my bedroom, there are no lights in my bedroom. I want it completely dark. That's a yeah, me too. That's why I have like the, the, the blackout or the dark room darkening curtain. So, I get ready to go to bed and uh, she's in bed and I'm, I turn out the vanity light. And I tur- when I flip that switch... The nightlight comes on, which I wasn't expecting. So there's a, a weird fuse there. But she had grabbed one of the nightlights from, from downstairs and plugged it in next to the vanity. Oops. Sorry. And when I tell you, I would have preferred to stare in the sun, stare at the sun for 60 seconds, 
than see this nightlight. Like, I was staggered. Like, I got punched from the Shang-Chi trailer this morning. I was I was just floored. I'm like, what is that? Like, you would have thought there was some kind of scorpion in the room or a tarantula. Now, you say this. It was probably the dimmest little nightlight just so that she could see if she had to get up and pee in the middle of the night. And you're probably talking like it's a sun blaze of glory. Was it really that bad? Yes. And I, I she's like, I need to see if I get up at night. Like, oh. what, if, what if I want to touch your face? I'm like, poke me in the eye. We can't have this thing. And I'm like, and I wasn't trying to be argumentative, but I was just surprised. I'm like, you've been over here a lot and you haven't been able to find your way around in the dark yet. Um, so she wanted the nightlight. I'm like, use your phone. So, um, yeah, I was going to say, did she sleep with her phone next to her? I would totally buy her like a cute little flashlight to turn on because I cannot with that. I need, I'm like you, I need darkness. Bethany, it was not, it was just staggering because I wasn't expecting it. But after, right. after I was like, ah. okay. Oh, hi, Maddie. <laughs> after I was like, okay, I wish you would have asked so we get a talk, but whatever. So I like I gave it a test run. It's super bright, and it's right next to the mirror, so it bounces off the mirror. It's mm. it's like there was a TV on it at night. And I'm like, mm, not happening. Sorry, can't do it. I that would be a hard no for me too. Like we would have to make an accommodation in some other way because I just I could not. I can't. Otherwise, I'd have to sleep with those little things on my face, and my head's too big for those, so it cuts pokes my eyeballs. And I can't talk because I'm part nar- narcoleptic. So literally, <laughs> I could sleep dark, light, loud, quiet. It does not matter. I will fall asleep. Lucky so you. I am. I am not the the person to ask about that. She she said, "Why is this any different from my phone?" And we, we, it was in the course of a conversation, so I wasn't going to reply. But it's very different because with the phone, like you can kind of hide it or lay it at the side or I can pull the covers over my head. This was like having a TV on the whole time. So I would much prefer her, you know, even if she's sitting on her phone while I'm trying to go to sleep, totally fine with that. But yeah, uh, maybe I'll get her a flashlight or something, but it was, it was bright. Or get her Uh, one that has like a dimmer on it. So it can, she can dim it to like the, the dimmest setting and perhaps that will meet your, darkness requirements that it won't be so jarring for you. Did you guys ever see the uh, Minority Report with Tom Cruise? I don't remember it, but yes. I think so. Alright, maybe I'll just tie a string to her finger to the bathroom. (laughs) Really? No. (laughs) That's funny, but I feel like little things like that will start to come out more and more, especially as like, you know, you guys start to merge even further there will be compromises that will have to be made but i i absolutely could not compromise on that one so i i just wouldn't be able to thomas is i mean we fought about the fan being on and the air being on at the same time and i'm like deal with it sleep in a hoodie like i literally wake up in a puddle you can see my body imprint on my bed when i get up in the morning absolutely not i need it on i'm going through my head now of all like those little micro things in the room. So she's always cold. Um, like her body temperature is mercurial, I guess. <laughs> Literally me. When, when she came over yesterday, I had not turned the air on it. I knew that what? it was going to get, it was going to get humid at night and then mm-hmm. today, but I was going to try to make it through the night, but she's like, wow, it's really hot in here. I'm like, well, that's sweet of you. I'll, I'll turn the air on. Not a problem. Not a problem. I was expecting. I'd rather do it now than have to wake up in the middle of the night in sweat and do it. But, yeah. But you're, you're right. And, Alex, I, I hope the big thing from a couple of weeks ago will help us navigate through the smaller things moving forward. But maybe, you know, if she falls asleep before me, I will, I will tie a string around her finger that will lead her to the toilet. I enjoy her. Let's oh get God. together soon. You'll figure it out. It's all about compromising. Uh, next Friday, I a- Ashley asked me to come down to the Renaissance for their fireworks stuff. So you can, uh, want to go do that? Oh, really? I I, fo- do, you, do you have to be invited? No, it's totally open to the public. Oh. I thought you were very anti-fireworks. 
Uh, I am, but Ashley asked to like if I would host it. I'm like, yeah, and she do, doing a station, uh, doing a station promotion. People can win on the website. Like, a, it's two rooms and a a, um, a hotel view of the fireworks. By which time I will be long gone. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. You're no- coming in on the front end and bail. So then. So is Amanda going to come then? I was going to invite her because she doesn't have her son next week. But so, yeah, so then I, she can stay back with us then because I'll go if she I, wants to watch fireworks. I, I uh, we haven't discussed fireworks. So I don't know how she feels about it, but I uh, oh. I saw I saw Jaden post something last or on Facebook earlier this week. He said the city would like everybody to be uh, situated in downtown by nine o'clock, and I said I hope to be out that. of downtown by nine o'clock. So we have like a little sweet spot that we found that is with very little people um, that's not far from that area. But like if if we're all going to be together, then I would certainly go where like my friends were. And I would hope that you would stay so we could hang out. We'll see. Yeah. Don't plan on oh. it. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, That'd be nice. I, I guess one last back to a, a more serious thing. And I think, Alex, I know you're thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um all those people in the Miami condo are dead. They're not going to find them. I hope, you know what, if we can, if they can kind of recover 10 more people, that is terrible. Like that is 159 people. Yeah. 159 people. I missed people. what happened. I what? Not, I've been living under a rack. Look, this week. Girl. I, I know nothing about what is happening in the world. Are you going to tell her or should I? Uh, uh, sorry, I flipped over to the station to make sure we were good. Um, yeah, uh, condo in Miami collapsed, and 150 some people were missing. They counted one as dead, and I think when first things first got counting, I think it's up to four, but they're all dead. Like this thing, like a side of a building collapsed, like it was blown up by TNT. It it collapsed literally in the early mornings. I think yesterday, so yeah. it's so already been over up? 24. No, it's so apparent. So they have determined that the. Um, it was sinking like it's in Miami and it was like not far from like a large body of water. And um, I think they determined that the building was starting to sink. And so there's like this high rise and half of it collapsed. The other half remained upright. And so they were able to recover all of the people that were living on that side of it, of the building. But the side of the building that collapsed, there's, there was, Oh, like what? 200 people. I think there's, there's a, a dozen that are in the hospital right now or a dozen that went to the hospital four that are there injured uh four that are dead and 159 that are now missing and they've been missing for over 24 hours so um that's just i don't i don't remember anything like this sad that was just kind of random i was thinking like when's the last time we had like a large death toll event was it las vegas but even that was like 60 people right I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm um, telling you, Florida's going to be in the ocean in like five years. Well, oh now gosh. I read the sinking part too, and I, I don't know the how, how things are supposed to be checked or whatnot. I guess it's something about checking these buildings every 40 years, blah blah. blah. And we'll, I don't know if this is blamed on climate change or poor maintenance or what. It, but I did read that it's like a millimeter per year, and I guess mm-hmm. like you don't want to be sinking at all, and a millimeter is a tiny measurement, but. If it's never looked into, uh, yeah, this is a, a terrible tragedy, and it. I would never want to read that my loved one is dead, but I would also never want to wait days either, and read that they're missing. With even a glimmer of hope that they're alive, yeah. because it's very unlikely. Yeah, it, it, it like I wasn't paying too much attention to it yesterday, and then when I find whatever I had going on you know, work-wise that was distracting me from stuff, I finally, like, sat down and I'm like, this is pretty awful. I don't think I knew that there was 159 people unaccounted for. Like, you know, I thought it was maybe going to be a dozen, if that. But 159, that's sad. Like, it, was, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and I don't know who the residents were of the building, but, and I know it's Miami, mm-hmm. but you got to think that a lot of people were at home asleep. 
Yeah, right. and they did. I think we're getting an idea of like the demographic of this building. Like, I don't. It's certainly not like luxury. It sounds like, but it's not. I don't believe it's low income either. I think it might be like like a place like where I live. So just kind of regular people. There was an aunt that was um, that came on and said her nephew and his three kids are in that building and they're missing. And uh, there was a husband and a son, an old, older son that said, um, a Jewish family that said that their wife, you know, their, his mom and, and his ex-wife is in that building because we know in Miami there's large populations of different groups, like different minority groups of people. Yeah. And they all kind of cluster into that building. I know that Governor DeSantis just said, that, or I think it was, or Marco Rubio just said that they're going to be issuing emergency visas for people in Mexico and Cuba to come over to find out about their family. Cause there's so many people from so many different countries oh, yeah. that live in that building. So they're going to issue emergency visas, which is huge for the U S like that's fantastic as that a response, really but it's just really sad. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Bethany weekend plans other than cleaning your pigsty of a, of a home. Uh, I think I'm getting together with some girlfriends tomorrow. Who are, you, um, who are your friends um, <laughs> that are not my, us? My old dance teacher and her mom and my mom and uh, my mom's friend and my friend who's her daughter. We're just going to, you know, catch up. Um, and then other than that, just avoiding the rain. Like I said, mm. I would really like to go to Crosby, but I... I don't know what it's going to be like. It just kind of sucks. Alex, yeah. week, weekend plans? Um, I'm going to go home and relax tonight. I have a family member that is moving from another state to Michigan. So we're going up to Michigan to kind of look around and help them find a place. So mom and I, that's, mom and I are going to go do that tomorrow. And um, I think that's really it. I got my roof racks for my car so my kayak, so I can um, travel with my kayak. So I'm going to get those installed. And uh, I think that's it. I'll, I want to relax and like catch up on some sleep. Okay. We can Same talk about world. it after the podcast because I didn't share any of that with you, Eric. Um, okay. Uh, well, everybody have a good weekend. Stay dry. You too. What do you have planned this weekend? We never get to reverse it to you. I know. Uh, I'm going to pick up my Nintendo Switch tomorrow. <laughs> Good for you. And uh, Jody needs some dog sitting assistance, so I'm going to go over to her house. And I might bring the dogs back over with me, but I feel like that's that's a bad idea. I'll have to give you a... Go ahead. Why is it a bad idea? Uh, four dogs? That's a problem. <laughs> You're such a wuss. I'll have to give you guys sunny updates. I don't know. I'm going to go home. So I left her at home with her cone on. Is that a bad idea? No. Yeah, probably. No. You think so? I mean, I did. So this is really funny. So Sunny's been in and out of the vet and Pete since they had their teeth cleaning on Sunday. And uh, I had to get a cone for Sunny. I got a normal one like I have at uh, PetSmart. And apparently because she's so low to the ground in her little legs, her head, she couldn't hold it up. And so when she when it would fall down, she's so low to the ground. So she's just dragging it and it's getting caught on oh, everything. Baby. I know. So we got her. So I got her like a lightweight one that she can maneuver in better. Okay. So we I felt a little more comfortable leaving her home with that one. Um, I feel like she, it depends on the dog. She might be fine. We did like um, we had to sleep, have her sleep in her crate last night, and just hearing her try to turn around and that thing getting caught yeah. on every end, I, f I just feel awful, and I know she's pissed at me. She won't even let me touch her. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's, she's she's pissed. Definitely pissed at you. <laughs> My poor girl. All right, everybody. We'll have a good weekend. We'll text soon. Okay. Bye. 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 bye.